Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. talk about it Woo. I don't have a whole lot to say I'm a little tired in my body I'm a little jet lag still I'm glad to be back it's good to be back home I love you my wife is here I love you so much Liv I miss y'all immensely I miss you I'm glad to be back I don't have a whole lot to say tonight but this is the last Wednesday of the fifth month we're going into the sixth month we're going to like the second half of the year starting either June or July well July starts the second half this is the end of the first half so we're going into the beginning of the end of the first half. And I, 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 I'm trying to assess how we've grown. I'm, I'm, I'm assessing through this worship experience. Like, where are we at? Where are we? Where are we? We've been on this as we go since January. And people are still in the presence of God silent. I must not be leading correctly or something's not being translated correctly. We halfway through. I thought people would be doing flips by now. It's not about going crazy but you understand what I'm saying I want to uh, uh, is your problem still priority is your situation still first after all these months after all these years we don't we don't get that 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 if he's first problems will be he'll give you wisdom he'll give you wisdom for it so I'm trying to assess where we are as a people I'm trying to assess where we are as a body here and we have to set some order. We have to set a lot of order or set things in place. It's not that everything is haywire, but we're going to set some order and make sure we're progressing correctly. Because I don't want to keep going strong in the wrong direction. Amen? So I'm trying to just assess where we are as a people, and I'm not going to be too long uh, tonight. Again, I'm tired. My body is in like six different time zones right now. And I got my braces tight in the day, so my mouth hurt. It's just a lot going on up here. You could have laughed. It's okay. You don't, you don't have to get out of the spirit to laugh. And this presence is fullness of joy. Okay? So don't, don't be religious with it. <laughs> oh, I can't laugh. I'm in church. You're supposed to laugh in his presence. You're supposed to be happy in his presence. You're supposed to have fullness of joy. Where else are you going to laugh? If not in his presence, whose presence do you laugh in front of? Enjoy it. Enjoy his presence. We're talking about as we go, as you know. Unless you don't. First time visitors, anybody here for the fir very first time? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Let's welcome them with some live love, everybody. Thank you for coming tonight. We're grateful to have you in the building. For this whole year, we're talking about for the first time visitors. We're talking about as, did the smoke stop or is it just the glory now? Is that the glory? Because I don't know if I got prophetic eyes or natural eyes. I don't know which one is. I just see a little haze. <laughs> Okay, good. Thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. As we go, how many of y'all have been blessed with as we go? Okay. As we go is, uh, 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 it's, it's, it's both faith and trust. You know what I mean? The ten men that were lepers said, you know, uh, uh, have mercy on us. And he said, go show yourselves to the priests as they went. They were healed. Are you being healed as you go? 
I, hold on, hold on. You don't, have to be, you don't have to be religious and answer. These probably are some rhetorical questions that I'm asking. Are you progressing as you go? Are you getting better as you go? Is God perfecting things in you as you go? Is he, is he making you wiser as you go? These are the things you look for as you go. He said, as they went, they were healed. God is going to do some things in us, through us, and with us as we go. But we got to keep going. So this is a message of faith and trust. Faith without works is dead. So to activate faith, you got to do something. Tell your neighbor, do something. Say it to the other side. Say, do something. Your faith is not activated if it's just knowledge. You don't, faith comes by hearing, but the, the faith is activated by actions. So just because you understand it and hear it doesn't mean you have faith. Faith is only demonstrated. Other than that, it's knowledge. You understand what I'm saying? So some of us have revelation and we call it faith. But if you never walk out what you believe, you're not living in faith. You just have knowledge. And you have revelation. And most people who've been in church all their life, or if you've been at Live since we started, it's been a good two and a half, or from Bible studies, it's three years. You, if you have not walked out anything you've heard, you're not living by faith. You just know a lot. And if you don't start living what you know, you can become arrogant and egotistic. You understand what I'm saying? And just thinking you know it just because you have a great amount of revelation. But it's time to start walking out what you hear. It's time to start taking the word of God and believing it to the point where you live by it and you behave by it. That's faith. I'm, I'm walking out what I believe. That's faith. Now, trust is different. Trust is like sitting. Trust is like waiting. After I've done my part by faith, I now wait for him to fulfill his. Now, some of us are saying that we're just trusting God and we're waiting on him, but you have not activated faith. You have not done anything towards it. So you can't, uh, you can't uh, say that I'm waiting on God. He's waiting. It's quiet. On you. And the first thing he's waiting on us to do is not really something like, like let me go lay hands and let me go pray in public. Or, it's change. So, let me, let me go to the, now we're in, I, I could go down that street, but I don't want to because I want to, my tooth just started hurting, so that's a sign to change subjects. <laughs> Thank you for those four laughs. <laughs> uh, so now we're in the, the series Counterculture, right? Okay, Counterculture, and I just want to say this one scripture, I only have one scripture tonight, and then I'll probably call out some scriptures and have y'all read it, because I didn't have time to set everything up. Um, but this is the type of service I want to have tonight. Yeah. Amen. So check this out. This, as we deal with counter, hold on, hold on, hold on for a second. Thank you. Hold on. Go back to the, yes, thank you. Counter culture, right? It's all about the, the choir sung at the first day of counter culture at Easter. Choir, y'all are all that, by the way. Can y'all clap it up for the? <laughs> they, they were singing a song called Stand Out that this awesome dude wrote. And... And they went into another song that says, where do you stand? Who's on the Lord's side? Just whisper to your neighbor. You ain't got to be loud. Just say, whose side are you on? Who's side? I think the misconception is, well, let's, let's go to the scripture. Let's go to the scripture. Look at this. It says, when Joshua was near the town of Jericho, he looked up. And saw a man standing in front of him with a sword drawn in hand. Joshua went up to him and demanded, are you a friend or foe? 
side are you on? Are you for me or are you for my enemies? He saw this angelic being. It says a man here, but, uh, you know, scholars believe that it was an angel standing there with a sword drawn. And Joshua said, hold on, hold on. Are you for me or my enemies? He said, neither one. (laughs) I am the commander of the Lord's army. Soon as Joshua heard that, he fell to his face and he reverenced him and said, I'm at your command. So it's not about, we don't have, it's, it's not about your side or the enemy's side. It's only God's side. Did y'all hear what I just said? He said, are you for me or for my enemy? I'm for neither one of y'all. I'm for the Lord. Now, are you with me? Ask your neighbor, whose side are you on? That's what counterculture is all about. Whose side are you on? It's not about who's for you or who's against you. It's not about you. It's about who's for the God you love and serve. Okay. When you choose God, you forfeit your right to have a side. When you choose salvation, you forfeit your right to have opinions. We now side with the Bible. We now side with his word. Because my side is now consumed in his. My views are now consumed in his. Okay, my thoughts are now absorbed in his. I forfeit my right to have my own thoughts outside. Let's talk. This is foreign to some people. It's not just about saving you from sin. It's about you becoming the righteousness of God. You becoming the righteousness of God. What does that mean to become the righteousness of God? It means to become right in God's eyes. And the only person right in God's eyes is his son, Jesus. So he's trying to make us all into the image of his son. He's trying to mold us and make us. And some of us are going against his maneuvering. Trying to preserve our ways. Yeah, I'm in. I'm sorry I didn't come back with a, with a kickback message. And I know y'all ready to. We got to do this, y'all. I'm not into crowds. We can get that. That's easy. We need progression. I need your life getting better. I need you elevated. I need you coming out of that thing. I need you strong and not weak. I need you woke and not sleep. I need. Anybody ready to move forward? Anybody ready to go higher? Anybody? Okay. Why counterculture? Why? Why counterculture? Well, first of all, of the gospel like we talked about because of the cross because of what jesus did on the cross okay i'm gonna stop saying because of the cross thank god for the cross being available for jesus to die on but i'm not about to idolize a cross we talk more about the cross than the one who was on it so i cherish what about the one that was on it Let's cherish him. Let's strip all the extensions of Jesus and just worship Jesus. Because we love extensions because it's not directly him. See the Bible, well, y'all, here we go. You, you understand what I'm saying? It's not really, really him. His extensions, love. We celebrate love and peace and all his extensions because it's not really him. Because when you deal with Jesus, you got to deal with your mess. And nobody, number one, wants to admit they have mess. And number two, they don't want to deal with 
Ah, yeah, I'm ready. You understand what I'm saying? The Bible says he that says he has no sin deceives himself. And the truth of God is not in him. So if you say, I ain't got no sin, or this ain't wrong, or this ain't, you're deceiving yourselves. And you're denying what Jesus did on the cross. To say that you have no sin is to say that Jesus is irrelevant. He didn't have to die for me. I'm good. I don't have any sins. Yes, we do. We're free. Okay. Uh, uh, so check this out. You're free from prison tonight. Regular, regular prison, not like the prison of hate. No, like literal prison, like the downtown Orlando. Okay, cool. So you're, you were all free. We're out of jail. Nobody here is in jail. You might got an ankle, but I'm saying nobody. <laughs> People wearing sweatpants in the summer because their ankle. But listen. And I love all you that have an ankle, ankle, anklets on. House arrest, bless you. Could have been worse, but thank God you have <laughs> minimum penalty. Thank you, Jesus. And not the maximum. <laughs> We're all free from jail tonight. Nobody's in jail. But jail still exists. And you better do everything you got to do to not go. Okay, we're all free from sin tonight, but it still exists, and we need to do everything we need to do to not engage in sin. So, let's talk about it. Thank God he saved us. Is anybody saved in here? So when you, think, when you say, I'm glad I'm saved, you should also consider from what? Don't just celebrate, I'm saved, I'm saved. From what? Because that's where your gratitude comes in. Yeah, it's quiet, it's okay. You're not grateful if you don't realize what he saved you from. You're not really good. You can't really worship until you think about not just I'm rescued, but I'm rescued from what did he save you from? What did he free you from? What did he deliver you from? Let worship rise right now and give him glory. I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stayed within, sinking to rise no more. Somebody say, but, but the master of the sea heard my despairing cry from the waters. He lifted me. Now safe am I. Anybody glad love lifted you tonight? What did he lift you out of? What did he free you from? If your sins or mistakes or stress or depression is not severe to you, your worship will be minimal. Your praise will be passive and your service will be familiar. You won't really serve if you don't realize what he saves you from. Because salvation breeds service. Because you saved me, I got to serve you. Be Never mind. Yeah. People don't realize the severity of what you were saved from. Because to use it, I'll just lie and slip around a little bit. Oh, no. The wages of sin. And if you broke one of the law, you're guilty of all the law. So lying is the same as murder. To God. Y'all not, okay. Because y'all thinking about your friends and your family. No, it's not. If I don't kill nobody, it's a little lie. You're thinking about people. God is not like man. Sin is sin is sin is sin is sin is sin. 
So if I did one small thing, God sees it as the one big thing. It's all the same. If you got a drink, whether you take a sip or down it, it's the same drink. It all tastes the same. If I don't like, see, I don't like, what don't I, coffee. I don't like coffee. Sorry, I know almost everybody. You don't like coffee? How does Starbucks exist? I don't like coffee. That's time. Whether it's one sip, it's not going to get better if I keep trying to gulp it. So that one thing is enough for me to throw it all away. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That one sip is enough for me to throw the rest away. God took one sip of sin and said, you know what? It's all the same to me. Never mind. It's all the same. So we got to keep before us what he saved us from. Let me tell you what that'll be. Your remembrance or your gratitude from what he saved you from will be the power or the momentum of your life for him, right? That's the big general clause. It's almost impossible to live for God if you don't realize what he saved you from. So every day, that's, I don't want you to, I'm not saying, it's the strength of humility. It's the motor of compassion. You can't have compassion for somebody else unless you realize I was jacked up too. Now, I never did that, but I did something. I need to walk down this aisle. Just give me a high five. I may not have done that, but you know what? I did something, and because he saved me from my something, I can deal with you with your something. I can be patient with you. I can love you. I can serve you because I realize what he saved. Y'all quiet over here. Let me go back over here. Tell your neighbor, I got something too. We might have different somethings, but everybody got. How can't you love your neighbor as if you weren't loved? That's why he says we love because he first loved us. They added him. We love him because he first loved us. The original text says we love because he first loved us. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime. Never mind. So you remembering or being grateful for what he saved you from, that's going to be the strength of your humility. Because we could be so far from where we start, like God saved us, we're not that person anymore. You can almost, you can almost not be humble about that. You understand what I'm saying? But remembering that you were saved is the strength of humility. I'm telling you, don't get too big for your britches. Amen. 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 Why counterculture? I was just thinking about this and God just gave me a couple of things. I was writing it down. I don't even know if I'm going to get into counterculture, but why counterculture? First of all, because of the gospel. So if there are certain ways that are inconsistent with the one who saved me ways, I go against that. You understand? Jesus saved me. If there's a lifestyle against his ways, I'm against that. Because of the gospel, because he saved me. Are you understand what I'm saying? And then because it's right, and then because it's a blessing, all that stuff, but first because of what he did for me. 
Why counterculture? Because God always has to contend with our ways to give us new things. Yeah, I'm going to break it down. I will do a new thing. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. But that starts with remember not. The former things. So new things or change starts with a new mind. Are you hearing what I'm saying? So you have to start thinking differently before God gives you anything new. I'm not giving new things to old ways. So some of y'all feel like you're ready for something new. If your ways are old, you're not. Are you understanding what I'm saying? It's more than just, it's more than just thoughts. You can have new thoughts, but same ways. I'm talking about ways. If you change your, change your way, remember not the former things, neither consider the things of old. I'm trying to do something new in you, and I don't want you to handle it like you handled the last relationship. Okay. It's like, because you got to understand who you are, first of all. You're a spirit in a body. You're not your body. Your body is the vehicle, okay? You are, y'all understand that? Okay. That's how you know, uh, you, you can, that's how you can know something of, how can you say this? Uh, um. Uh, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't feel. Anytime you say that, it draws a separation. It draws a line of demarcation. How don't you know what's wrong with you? Because you are not your body. You, you understand what I'm saying? The, the real you is a spirit. So if something is going on in your body, it's like, what's going on with me? Because the real you is fearful. Y'all never mind. <laughs> Am I going too deep right now? I'm going too deep. Let me, come, let me, let me digress. We'll do that in a class or a seminar or a master class or something. Yeah, yeah, that's how you, what's going on? Anytime you have those thoughts or I can't believe I did that, I didn't want to do it, those, that, it draws a, 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 what's the word? Yeah, yeah, a, a complex. It, it draws a complex. Like, you understand that there's a separation. Like, or if you're too tired, like, I want to go, but I'm so tired. The spirit is willing. Memorial Day, Monday. Hey, let's do a race. All right, on your mark. I, I want to do it so bad, but this body. If you want to do it, why don't you do it? Because you're not your body. <laughs> your body can have a different agenda than your spirit. But you are your spirit. You ever feel bad? I hope, I hope most of the answer is yes. You ever feel bad after you sin? Why? Because your spirit, never, the real you never wanted to do it. The, the real you never wanted to do it, even if it's a piece of fried chicken and you know you got high cholesterol. It's like you're, it's a, you're, you are like, your spirit is like you inside of a vehicle. Okay? But it's like the vehicle has its own features. This flesh pack has got its own agenda and thoughts and ways. So now I'm in the car and I'm trying to figure out how to work it. Because it has its own agenda. In my car now, the car I got, I mean, when you drive too close to the shoulder, it, like, it moves you over. I'm like, hey, what if I was dodging something? So I'm trying to look for the feature to turn it off. Like, hey, but it won't let you go past that solid line. You know what I mean? Almost like if I let go of the wheel, it won't, it won't go over there because it has its own features. Yeah, your flesh got its own features like that. And you got to learn how to bypass the flesh features. 
Oh, never mind. I'm talking too deep. You got to learn how to bypass the flesh features. Your flesh lusts. Your flesh. Never mind. Why, why, why? Why counterculture? Because if we're not intentional about our focus, we'll always end up off. Can somebody get Joshua 24, 14? Joshua 24, 14. Somebody get that really quick. I don't know why I wrote it down. I don't see it. I just wrote it down, so maybe it makes sense to that point. Just read it if you got it. Stand up and read it. Okay. Nobody has access to the Bible in there? Let me find that Bible app. It's way in the back of the room. Joshua 24, 14. Okay. I'll find it on my... Somebody got a who? All right, go ahead. What you got? Hold on. Let me come down. What version you got? NLT. All right. What you, all right. <laughs> so fear the Lord and serve him wholeheartedly. Put away forever the idols your ancestors worshipped when they lived beyond the Euphrat River, Euphrates River, and in Egypt. Serve the Lord alone. Okay. Basically, she says, serve the Lord. Put away the idols your forefathers worshipped on the other side of the Red Sea, basically. I brought you through the Red Sea out of Egypt, but you brought idols with you. Some of us are delivered and still have idols. So your focus is split. We have to learn counterculture because we're bringing old idols into new lands. And we're setting up these idols in the promised land. So the promised land is not so much the promised land anymore. It's becoming the bondage land again. Have you ever found yourself in a new place but had the same problems? They're haunting you for a reason. Because the problem is not outside of you. You brought it with you. Everywhere you move, I'm going to leave St. Louis and go to Orlando. But you BYOP, you brought your own problem. How you got the same problem and everybody around you is new? Did you bring an idol with you out of Egypt? (laughs) It's quiet. Put away the idols. Idols, the things we value. Value system. When you come out of bondage, you got to change your value system. Things that were important in sin cannot be important in righteousness. Things that meant something to you while you were bound cannot mean the same when you're free. Put away the idols. Put away the idols your father served on the other side. So that means you saw it growing up. You see it on the internet. Everybody else values this. So you value it even above the word of God. You're bringing idols into a new place. And you're making a new place a cursed place. Look at your neighbor and say, don't curse the new place. Give yourself a fresh start. Give yourself a new beginning. Give yourself a new chance. Don't curse the blessed place. Oh, why counterculture? Because default exposure is mostly carnal. Most of our exposure is carnal. That's why counterculture series is necessary. Most of our exposure is carnal. Most of the things we are exposed to are not spiritual. Carnal means what? Huh? Yes. Yes. What? Flesh, yeah, but five, the the senses, it's sensual. 
carnal is not sexual only. It's sensual. It's, it's led and governed by the five senses. If it feel good, it's right. If it looks good, it's right. If it sound good, it's right. If it tastes good, it's right. If it all your, just your five senses. We cannot be led by that. Okay? You know who are led by their senses? Snakes. Because they're blind, I think. So they just got to taste it. They got to taste their surroundings. And if it's... Never mind. I'm going to do... If you're low to the ground, if you're a ground, if you're a ground gobbler, <laughs> then you live by your senses. But we're not on the ground. You are above only and not beneath. Somebody say, I'm above only. Our exposure is mostly carnal and not spiritual, catering to the new man. So now we got to talk diet. We got to talk intake. You cannot expect a new life with old diet. This is just, and I know I say the same things a lot here. I don't care. Because for some of us, this is the only place you hear this. And then th them 30 seconds when I just said that is not enough for you to get it in your spirit. What is your diet? Is it consistent with your expectations? One thing have I desired, that will I seek after. That I may dwell. One thing I desire, I go after, right? When you desire something or meditate on it, then you start going. I, if, I, if you know what you desire, then that will determine what you meditate or think about. Do not wake up without intent. If you wake up without intention, you'll just go with whatever you're exposed to. But if I'm, I'm, I'm making it my business, I'm going to be a man of God this year, I'm going to be a woman of God this year, that now determines my thought process. That now determines my practices and my diet. What is your diet? What is your intake? Yeah, this is simple stuff and I love it. Because this is what we don't do Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. We all focus these three hours in church. But the application of it. not consistent we're living inconsistent with what we say we believe and we're confused about our outcome and we should be because you're not it's not consistent are your ways consistent with your desires this is what God is telling me I'm sorry I knew I shouldn't have. all right so somebody get first Peter 4 and 1 and somebody else get Colossians 2 11 somebody get first Peter 4 and 1 Somebody else get Colossians 2.11. We're going old school Bible study tonight. Read. <laughs> That's where we're going tonight. Y'all Peter? All right, rock it. Rock it. Peter 4 and 1. First Peter. First Peter 4 and 1. All right, let's do it. Therefore, since Christ suffered as a human, you should also arm yourselves with his way of thinking. This is because whoever suffers is finished with sin. Could you go to the King James Version for two seconds and read the same thing? I love it. No, no, I love it. Go ahead, do it again. For, for, for as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. I said that scripture before. I know I did. Jesus suffered in the flesh. You should probably brace yourself to do the same thing. That, that's what he's saying. So when we're talking about diet, that's, uh, that's, that's suffering, in the, that's suffering in, in, the, in the desire. Uh, the desire realm and the pleasure realm is suffering. 
the flesh realm is suffering when you're talking about changing your diet, changing your intake. Like, like I used to talk, like music, right? Music. Hip-hop, trap, R&B, whatever is not literally like gospel or worship, it encourages everything in us that is wrong or sinful or carnal. So hip-hop encourages carnality in us. Thank you for being real. Yeah, it don't make you do anything, but it encourages it. Right? So, and for some, it awakens it. It quickens. Something can be in you dormant. You never thought about it until you heard, okay. Until you heard something and it woke up. Sin in you. So you got to watch your diet and watch what you're exposed to. Because some of y'all are taking consistent intake. Never mind. And wondering why every other thought you have is carnal. But the three minutes of prayer don't count for the 30 hours of hip-hop. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. So that's what I'm talking about. I I run the risk of repeating things. Yes, I do. Because it's not like you're going to have this all day, every day. So I don't care. I repeat it until you're better. Until we're better. Until we get it. We got to get something. We got to learn to walk in the spirit. Never mind. So our consistent intake is contrary. So we're, we're not counterculture. We're counter kingdom. Our, in, our diet is counter kingdom. Our series is counterculture. Our intake is counter kingdom. Because he said he that is not with me is against me. Yeah. And he that gathers not scatters abroad. So if the music you listen to consistently is not gathering you to Christ, it's scattering you. Period. So you cannot afford to have an overwhelming, consistent intake of scattering music. You can't afford to have it without balance. You cannot afford to have consistent intake of Netflix and all. You can, and no Bible and no worship and no kingdom. The devil is a liar. No meditation. No prayer. No sacrifice. No fasting. The devil is a liar. I know it's not loud in here. It's okay. I'm talking to your spirit. I'm talking to your inner man. Hey! Hey! You cannot live counter kingdom and expect the benefits of God. Because what that intake will do is curve your decisions. Now, when you're faced with a decision, you'll lean to the lyrics of the music. Because you ain't got no lyrics to scripture to lean on. Okay, y'all quiet. We cannot afford to have consistent intake of anything outside of Christ in this season at least. You 12 years old, you 13 years old, you 20, you can't afford it. I'm 43 and can't afford it. Have my whole house listening to worship today. Like, hey. 
Let's fill this house with this. If the seas were made to worship, so will I. And if all creation worships, so will I. If the stars was made to praise you, so will I. How about your whole shatter? Because I party with my daughters. I can party with them. I'll listen to whatever I want to with them. But we got to have, we got to, it ain't got to be balanced. It ain't even 50-50 when it comes to that. You got to be so filled with the spirit that you can recognize, ooh, 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 ooh. See? If you don't have no sensors, you can't afford the luxury of that. Y'all not, your sensors are not even sharpened. Hallelujah. 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 I got to hold my nose and dive in the presence of God. Like the 12 foot end of the pool. Be totally submerged in his presence. Let him get all in my ears. Let it get all in my mouth. Let it know. Let it get all in my hair. Let the spirit of God just wet me and Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Take the plunge tonight. Take the, submerge yourself in his presence tonight. Yeah. I cannot afford the luxury. I cannot afford the luxury of a diet that's not Christ. If your life is so tumultuous, tumultuous that, that word, your life is so turbulent. I mean, your life is like, yeah, I'm good. It'll, it'll be all right. I don't know. How you got time to listen to anything but Jesus, 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 and Jesus, and Jesus, and Jesus, and Jesus. I can't afford y'all quiet. I got to let this mind be in me. That's also y'all laughing at me. And I know you laughing, but you know it's the truth. I can't afford to be it. I mean, let me tell you why. tell you why because the attack of the enemy is so subtle watch this watch this y'all <laughs> the enemy doesn't just attack us with anti-christical things not not is that right anti-christical Christ, anti-christ stuff the enemy <laughs> I'm tired the enemy won't just attack you with things that are against God. Lie. No. It's not always against God. Sometimes it's just outside of God. And being outside of God is the same as being against him. It's the same results. That's why I don't like parallel lifestyles. It's almost like God, but I'm just over here. I'm not in Christ. You know, I'm just got to I meditate. Okay. Oh, my chakra is off. My kashra is off. My cosmos nagashkis is off. I get these stones and crystals from my ribs because the, the chakra is off. They got several. They have different meditations for different parts of your body that pains you. And Christians 
are going to believers, sons and daughters of God are going to these psychics and these wellness coaches. No problem with any of that. But now we lean again on the extensions and not Jesus. I don't need no crystal to heal my body by his stripes. I know. I know I'm healed. Tell your neighbor, I know I'm healed. I know I'm healed. He didn't take those stripes for nothing. He didn't get beat for nothing. He did it for my healing. Oh, Lord. My chakra is not off. My belief is off. I got to get back in the presence of God. I got to get back in the sanctuary. Tell somebody, stay in the house. There's so many practices that are parallel to God's way. We quickly choose it because it doesn't address sin. It's almost like when Moses threw his rod down and it became a snake. Pharaoh's magicians threw their rods down parallel and they got two snakes. God's way produces one. The end of the world's way produced two. Of course, that looks better, but you got to wait till the end. Tell your neighbor. Tell somebody, just wait till the end. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It looks like the world got more than the believers. It looks like the world got dumb and we just got one. Oh, but just wait before the story ends. The one snake ate both the other snakes. So just wait till the end. God's about to eat it up. 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 Oh, no. It's not always enjoyable. But brace yourself to suffer in the flesh. That's what that scripture was saying. Jesus suffered in the flesh. You can leave the lights up. To that degree. Brace yourself. You can leave the lights up. Brace yourself to suffer in the flesh. Brace yourself to have, I don't want to do this. Like Jesus in the garden. Is there another? Brace yourself for that. But I got to do it anyway. Unless I want to forfeit the glory that's coming after the suffering. For I reckon that the suffering, I feel like preaching tonight. Of this present time is not worthy to be compared to the glory. High five your name and say the glory is coming. The glory is coming. The glory is coming. The glory is coming. The glory. The blessing. The miracle. The breakthrough.
Okay, okay. Somebody look at your flesh right now and say, oh, well. You ain't getting that today. From sex to an attitude to bitterness to unforgiveness, you a liar. You will not make me forfeit my anointing. You will not make me forfeit my breakthrough. You will not make me forfeit my deliverance. Oh! Ho, ho, ho. Right, right now, even if you don't feel like praising them, do it, do it, do it. Sorry, y'all. I'm sorry. Sit down. I'm sorry. is going to make sure your flesh enjoys every part of your life. <laughs> the culture is going to make your journey pleasurable to the flesh while your spirit remains agitated the whole ride. <laughs> That's why you got to cultivate your spirit, man, so you can recognize what's against it. They're going to make it come to, I'm telling y'all, there's going to be robots in homes in a minute. Because nobody feel like making their own food. Nobody feel like make, washing their own car. Nobody feel like nothing. Like, yes, Mrs. Courtney, I will make that. I'm good. I'll make it. I'll be all right. That's an exaggerated thing. But everything about the culture is to please the senses. Please. There were, there were, well, let me just go. Sit down for two more minutes. I mean, well, just sit down. Stop lying. I got five minutes left on the clock. Get used to your flesh suffering. Spiritually, it's kind of weird. Get used to your nature suffering spiritually. Because of what I'm trying to bring forth, the fruit I'm trying to bring forth out of my life spiritually, it's going to kill my flesh. It's almost like having a baby. What woman in here, I got to ask this question near my wife because y'all looking at me like, what you know about having kids? <laughs> what woman in here who gets married and pregnant, the, whole, the first baby, the whole nine months is not considering the pain it'll cause to birth the joy. You, 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 you 14 now. Like, oh, when I get married, it's going to hurt so bad they had this kid. You 14 talking like that. But you already conditioned in your mind that I'm going to go through the pain. 
Because what comes after the pain is going to be far, far more valuable and worth. Are y'all here? You're already bracing yourself to endure pain for a baby, but not for Jesus. Conditioning your mind soon as you get mad. You want to have a kid? All right, let's, let's try for it. Let's try. You come out with that little stick, like it's one line. Is it one or two? Two lines. Oh my God, baby, two lines. Why do you know how many lines it is? Come here, let me pray for you. In the name of. He got sisters. He got sisters. Amen. Uh, he got married sisters. Okay, so. He got two sisters, that's why. Okay, so listen. He took a wild guess, wild guess. So listen. The Holy Ghost told me he's spiritual. Listen. Y'all should be in the spirit too. Listen. Tell your neighbor, listen, Linda. Listen, Linda, listen. Soon as you get those two lines, like, oh my God. Oh my God. You send people selfies of you with the two lines, like, girl, what that mean? You know what it means. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hallelujah. You consider the pain, but don't focus on it. Soon as you're pregnant, you buy baby clothes. You focus. Y'all are missing it. You're focusing on the end result. Not the pain it takes to produce it. If you're living, y'all missing what I'm saying. I don't know why you're missing it. If you're living for God, the pain is not the focus. Never mind. We stop at the first sign of pain. We stop. We have, oh, I don't even want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about it. You brace yourself for that, and that is the word. Carol Burnett says, haven't, Carol Burnett's an old comedian. The youth is like, who? She says, having a baby is like taking your bottom lip and pulling it over your head. <laughs> the pain of childbirth. It's like somebody standing over you, grabbing your bottom lip and pulling it over your head like a helmet. Look at all the mothers in here like, that's almost true. I don't, that's, that's. We are willing to endure that type of pain to produce a child, but not to produce righteousness. And it takes way less pain to produce righteousness. It takes way less pain to do. All you got to do is suffer in your flesh, your will. Don't do that. Oh, it ain't even that. It ain't pulling. It ain't having a baby. <laughs> she said, it surely ain't. I'll turn down a DM any day. <laughs> Colossians 2.11, I'm almost done. It's 36 seconds. I might not make it. I'm just sharing with y'all. I'm just sharing. It's not even like a, you know what I mean? I'm just sharing. Brace yourself. He's saying be wise. Like, yo, if you're going to be a Christian or a believer, get ready for your flesh to be 
suffering. So Colossians 2, since y'all got it on the screens, Colossians 2 verse 11. Or somebody has it out there quickly so I can let y'all go. It's almost 9 o'clock. Colossians 2 verse 11. Who got it? Uh, hold on, hold on. This is good. Now this is good. Check this out. All right, go ahead. And him? In him you also were circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, but in a spiritual circumcision performed by Christ by stripping off the body of the flesh, the whole corrupt carnal nature with its passions and lusts. That was amplified. Amplified Bible. Can we get an amplified Colossians 2.11? That was crazy. Did y'all hear that? You were crucified. You were circumcised, not by man, but by Christ. The shedding of the flesh, the carnal desires, the ripping of the flesh, you were circumcised spiritually, the Bible says. So coming to God and being saved is accepting spiritual circumcision. When I get saved, I accept getting cut. Because I understand the surgeon is going to do what's best for me. Uh, are y'all understand what I'm saying? I said the surgeon is going to cut where it needs to be cut. He's going If you got an issue in your body, a sickness, will you try to fix it yourself or will you go to a specialist? Right. You got to prepare for him to cut you. I don't understand why we don't think cutting is not a part of salvation. We don't, we don't understand that. But cutting is daily. Because cutting is presented at the same time choices are. It's not one day everything bad is cut. No, it's ah, ah, ah. Every, when you have a choice, something got to get cut. In him you were also circumcised with a circumcision not made with hands, but by the spiritual circumcision of Christ in the stripping off of the body of the flesh, the sinful carnal nature. Wow. He cute. He like you. He want to, you have a choice now. Something's going to get cut. God's way? Or, or, or your way? Something's going to get cut. What you want or what God wants, one of those is going to get cut. Every decision you make, yes, cut something. No, cut something. We're cutting the wrong thing. We're cutting him to please ourselves. When he's trying to cut us to please him. Just get cut. Let him do it. Because the surgeon knows how to cut. When we do the cutting, we mess up the, our whole life. So now you mess up, you gotta lie about messing up, you gotta be. It's so much. He knows how to perfectly make the incisions. Okay. And he knows how to numb you so you won't feel it that bad. If you're in his presence, okay, never mind. Woo! 
I said when you're in his presence and you're work, you don't even realize what get cut. You just come out of service like, how you doing? You just come out changed because you were numb by the worship and numb by the word. And the... <laughs> you were numb by the music, the worship music. We're not, we're not in that. We're not in that realm. I'm almost done. Counterculture because we don't realize or we don't keep before us that we are constantly at war. Constantly at war. The enemy intensifies his attacks by becoming more quiet. He intensifies attacks by becoming more cunning, unassuming, familiar, polite. And ple- That's an intensified attack, more polite more pleasing to you. That's an intensified attack to deceive us into his way. We also need to be realize and be reminded that we're in this world but not of it. I talked about it before. It's not always against Christ, but it's just as bad to be outside of Christ. Like the children of Israel when the death angel passed through the city. If they weren't in the house, the death angel would have got them and they would have died. So it's not so much about being against him. It's about being outside of him too. I'm not against God. I'm just outside of his way. And if you're outside, you're exposed to the death angel. When you're in Christ, the Bible says you're hidden. It's Colossians. My life is hidden in Christ. Somebody say, hide me, Lord. From storms, from trouble, from pain, from sickness, from death. Hide me, he that dwelleth. In the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge, my fortress. Those are hiding places. You need to be able to hide from the enemy and hide from struggle and pain and hide. That's only in him. The name of the Lord is a... The righteous run into it and they are hidden, safe. But we choose to be, out. it's not about against him all the time, just outside of him. You're now exposed and you're seen. But my life is hidden in him. That's counterculture, keeps you hidden. Going against the ways of the world keeps you hidden from the death angel that's passing through the land. There's death passing through, hey man, it's, it's, I ain't gonna get into that. We'll talk about the end times and eschatology later on. All right. Hallelujah. The Bible says we are above only and not beneath. You can't be above if nothing else exists. You're above only. You're above what? Yeah. Something else has to exist. So I know we want sin to disappear, to live right, but it's still going to be there. But it's supposed to be under you. Don't wait to live right till nothing else exists. That, that's not living right. That's just existing. But when other options are there and you choose his way, that's above only. So expect the options, but don't expect the options to take you out. Expect to be, oh, this is something I can be above. Every temptation, this is an opportunity for me to be above only and not beneath. Amen? Amen. Isaiah 60, and I'm done, I guess. 
Yeah. I was just meditating on this, and I'm almost done. It says, arise. Arise. That's the first word. And I felt that today in my spirit to just tell you all to arise. To just tell you to wake up. Oh, watch this, y'all. I hope I can say it. There are certain creeping things in your life that has rain as long as you're asleep. I know y'all live in the hood, but I used to. Roaches. I know y'all live. I used to. Bugs, all types of stuff. Had they way in my house, like 3, 4 o'clock in the morning when everybody sleep, they just... I mean, all types of roach parties was in my house. We had mice. We woke up. It was mice all in our, rat droppings all in our bed. And we slept like, how? So that means they were all my, all in my daughter's crib. It was rat droppings like around her, like, like they were making it a silhouette or something. I don't know. They had free reign because we were asleep. Certain creeping, quiet, sneaky things. Will automatically scatter once you. You ain't got to stump no bugs out. You just rise up. I feel. Don't just wake up. Don't just be aware. Rise up. Make a move. Y'all hear what I'm saying? As soon as a human being moves, every creature scatters because they know you have authority. Sickness is running rampant in our body because we sleep. Poverty is running rampant because we are asleep. We ain't even got to work hard. All we got to do is scream at your neighbor and say, wake up. Some of the cows culture it will just come when you wake up i used to live out in the, in the woods and all that and i would pull back a rock and when you pull back a rock all them slugs and worms would just scatter i didn't say what y'all doing here i didn't say you better get out of here before i didn't have to all i had to do was reveal it expose it shine light on it when you shine the light i feel uh, I don't know why they're not with me tonight. Look at your neighbor and say, Arise! Arise! Shine! When you become who you're supposed to be, everything that is not consistent scatters. The Bible didn't say, Fight your enemies. He said, Let God arise. And when you let God arise, automatically, his enemies scatter. Look at your neighbor and say, rise up, rise up. Rise up, people.
king of prison with power and might. We all right. Wake up and get up. Wake up and get up. Wake up, get up. Wake up, get up. Live, wake up. Why are you sleeping? You know you should be praying. You know you should be more active in the things of God. Wake up! Don't just wake up, get up. Don't just wake up and be aware of what you should do. Get up and start doing it. And when you do it, your enemies will scatter. I'm, never mind. Hold on. Everybody stand up. We sleep. We sleep. We're lazy. We're familiar. Anything goes, we're chilling. Everything is copacetic. No, it ain't. You're in a war right now. There's a war against your mind. Against the spirit of the Lord that's in you. It's a war. But there are certain things you ain't even got to fight. You just got to be who you're supposed to be. Jesus was walking. Ah, I got to go. Jesus was walking. He went through graveyard and there was a man that was cutting himself in the grave no man could bind him nobody every time they put him in chains he how demonically influenced do you have to be to come out of ancient chains <laughs> this ain't no 24 karat necklace like he you understand what I'm saying he would break out of chains they said every time they would bind him so that didn't happen once like he was supernaturally strengthened he was demonically strengthened Jesus Bible says he walked up and he was like oh son of David what are you doing here did you come to cast me out before the time I can see Jesus like what, what? I'm chilling I ain't doing nothing I'm just being I didn't say come out oh if you rise up and be who you're supposed to be, you ain't got to cast out nothing. People's shadows healed people back in the day. Never mind. Jesus said, I didn't even, I didn't even say anything. Because when you walk in who you're supposed to be, everything not like him is scared. And I like this part, and I'm going to close. I know I said it a billion times, but he said, did you come to cast me out before the time? What? So the enemy knows he got a time limit. His job is to make you feel like the pain is forever. But he knows storms know they can't last always. Your trouble know it can't last. Every storm has an expiration date. Every pain has a moment where they have to cease. And they know. He said, "What are you, are you here to cast me out? I thought I had to November. It's only May. I thought I can torment her till December. It's May. I thought I could stress him out until it's May. 
what, what, what disrupts the enemy's schedule is his presence. When Jesus shows up, it puts an expiration date, y'all quiet, on demonic activity in your life. Did you hear what I just said? The enemy's ways cannot be consistent when God is present. That's why praise is so important. Because he inhabits the praises of his people. When I praise him, he shows up. Everything I like him gets scared. Rise up. You sleep. You sleep. You chilling. You partying. You having fun. What are you doing? Rise up. Get up. And those creeping things, there are things lingering in your spirit and in your mind. There are curses lingering in your subconscious from a child. There are bondages and memories that have intertwined themselves into your character and behavior. And they are hidden because it's dark. But when you rise and shine, oof, just tap your neighbor and say, it's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. Shake them like you're waking them up. It's time to get up. It's time to get up. It's time. It's time to start praising them. It's time to start worshiping them. It's time to start praying more. It's time to listen to worship music. It's time to do the. Get up! Get up! Get up! Get up! Live! Get up and live! Get up and live! Get up and live! Get up and. The Lord told me to tell you, there are creeping things in your members, and they only have rain because you're asleep. I pray in the name of Jesus that you wake up and get up. And you don't even have to fight these things. They will scatter because they only have authority in sleeping members. Wake up. How do you stay sharp? How do you pray? Seek God. Go hard. You, like I said, you don't have the leisure to be listening to trap. Oh, you ain't got the leisure. This ain't party time for some of us. But we're partying to medicate. You understand what I'm saying? We just want to feel good for the moment because our flesh is suffering so much living for God. Just give me a moment. This ain't the moment. The deception is reward yourself just for a minute. Only so I can trap you into this season. Come on, y'all. Wake up. Stay sharp. Keep your spiritual senses strong. Recognize the enemy afar off. In the name of Jesus, I speak strength to your spiritual senses. May you seek God like you never have before in your life. May the presence of God saturate your mind. In the name of Jesus, may his anointing be strong in your life. May the power of God be strong in your life. May wisdom increase in your life. Live. Wake up. Wake up. This ain't the time to come to church and chill. It's the time to come in and cry out. Like, oh, yo, what? It's not the season to be chilling. Everybody's chilling. Everybody's relaxing like, oh, we want to live. It's at the Holy Land. It's so cool. Nah. I didn't even want no notes on the screen. I'm like, that's too much leisure. That's too much luxury. Paul ain't have no screens. Peter ain't have no screens and they were converted because they received the word of God. I'm not against the lights. I thank God for the favor we got here. 
But this ain't the social club where we chill at. This is not the fun spot where all the cool people hang out with the celebrity pastor. No. No. In the name of Jesus, no! This is the house of the Lord. And my house shall be called the house of prayer. Somebody go to worship him now in his house. Praise him in his house. Go hard after him in his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. Children only do what they see. Styles and culture is formed by, how do you know to get your hair cut? How do you know to grow your hair like that, the dreads? Oh, that was all you? You ain't see it nowhere? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You saw it somewhere, right? You had it forever? My bad, wrong person. You saw yours. Most people see that. I have mine forever. Well, who does it? Somebody does it? Somebody does it? I know what I'm talking about. You're trying to act like you like, like you started dread. You ain't start dread. I'm just playing. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What made you get a low cut with the part right there? You saw it. What made you get a, a unit? What made you get your lashes done? What made you wear red lipstick tonight? What made you? Come on, y'all. You saw it. Stop, stop, stop it. We all saw it first. So now we can't worship God because we don't know how because we don't see it. We don't do it at home. We don't hear the sound of worship. We are alien to the sound of worship. We're familiar with the sound of trap. And the Miami girls or whatever they call it, I don't even know. City girls, yeah. See, you know what I'm talking about. City girls, you, come here. Every girl in the world at some point is looking in the mirror twerking. Yeah. I ain't say you posted it, but you practicing like that. Why? Why? I know y'all laughing. After you laugh, I need y'all to come back. Why? After you laugh, I'm going to wait. I'm very serious. But go ahead, you can laugh, it was funny, go ahead. But I'm making a point. Do not lose my point. We expose ourselves, we become our exposure. I know what you're exposed to by how you dress, how you talk, how you act, how, what you're wearing. How your hair is cut, how you're kept. Why is your nails done, ladies? You saw it. What's a man in a penny? You saw it. You become your exposure. How do you become a worshiper? Expose? Never mind. I got to expose myself to the sound of worship, to the songs of the Lord, to the glory of his presence, to the wonder of his love. Our heart for what breaks yours. Let us love what you love and hate what you hate. <laughs> sheep. Sheep are the only animals that'll follow each other off a cliff. Study it. 
The Bible calls us sheep. We're so foolish. We'll follow each other to the death. Nobody wants to follow the shepherd. The good shepherd. We want to follow the culture. We look exactly like everybody we're exposed to. So you wonder why we don't look like Jesus. We're not exposing ourselves to him. Why don't I talk like him? Oh, I don't hear him talk. Oh. Why don't I act like him? Oh, I don't know his ways. Oh. Why don't I think like him? I don't expose myself to his thoughts. You cannot overexpose yourself to everything counter kingdom and expect to live counterculture. Wake up. Cut your hair, bro. I'm just playing. I love you, bro. Wake up, Liv. You're about to walk off the cliff with the rest of the clowns. You're about to walk off the cliff with the rest of the thoughts. I don't know if I can say that in church. But it's my church, so I guess it's all right. How would it benefit you to have your booty jiggle? What is that gonna do for your life? I don't, I, y'all don't even have to clap because if somebody's doing that in here for a living, you know it's cool. And I have a lot of people who work in certain clubs that follow us. I'm not condemning. Just stop and think for a minute. You're so exposed to it that you gotta go to a mirror and practice it. We don't practice none of the word because. We're not exposed to it. We need to be so full of the word, like, like we gotta go to a mirror, like, hold on, let me practice it. I'm not gonna wear myself out, and I'm not perfect. I'm pressing toward that mark too. Oh yeah, I'm challenging my exposure as well. Please know I'm with you all. But I'm not gonna wear myself out preaching to people who are not gonna reinforce it or live in a life that ain't consistent with what we shout about in here. Then I'll be wore out. Let the word will fall on deaf ears. I challenge you all to challenge what you expose yourself to. As soon as I leave here, I know at some point tonight, I'm going to get on Instagram. Unless I'm convicted because I said it tonight and I don't get on. And not that I follow all crazy, nasty stuff. But it's just the, it's just the way I just live. And then my mind is saturated with other people's posts. What's valuable to other people. So you keep seeing what's valuable and what's valuable and what's valuable to them and then it becomes valuable to you. Now you're twerking. Now you're wearing clothes. With, like now you, come on. And now the fellas are looking for the twerking girls because that's all we see. Like, yo, back that thing up. <laughs> this is just one small side. How do you handle breakups? Well, you learn online. I bust the windows out your car. We get better, because that's what we see. Your next decision, 
What's the influence? Challenge yourself. What's influencing this decision? And I'm not talking about Denny's or, you know, Fridays tonight. Like, where you going to eat? I ain't talking about that. Your thoughts, your decision. What influences that? What makes me want to do that? Because you got to snatch yourself out of the cycle and out of the realm of love. Can you stand with me, please? You just help me. Just bring it in, please. Thank you, love. Because I need to be quiet. I'm over time. 28 minutes. I'm sorry. I'm so full of this, y'all. I can sit and talk about it all night. Wake up. There are things creeping in the house of your heart. Laying eggs. Uh, uh, waste and urine is it, demonic urine and waste is all in the cupboards of your mind because you sleep. Wonder why your house stinks and your ways stink and your thoughts stink. You got waste in the corners and the crevices of your heart because you sleep. And every creeping thing has rain in the house that's dark and sleep. But when you arise and shine, you ain't even got to fight it. They scatter. Because they know you have authority. Do you? Take your authority. Take your choices. Take your decisions. And please don't make the mistake of doing this in your own strength. I can do all things tell your neighbor I need Jesus I need Jesus I'm not telling you to be uh, 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 I'm not telling you to be strong no don't believe don't believe in yourself motivational speakers believe in yourself do not put no confidence in the flesh I said put no confidence in the flesh you cannot do this without him that's why they were singing I need you they were singing that earlier so we're going to go from trying that's our strength to relying that's his go from try to rely I'm wore out when I keep trying but I'm strengthened when I rely on his strength father in the name of Jesus increase your spirit Ah, increase the spirit of the Lord in us in the name of Jesus let us rely on you Help us change our exposure. We're so heavy laden with the world's way. It's hard to see God's way. But we shift it now in the name of Jesus. We turn our hearts to you in Jesus' name. But we need your help and we need your spirit. We embrace it even if our flesh has to suffer. The glory that shall come after will far outweigh it. In Jesus' name. Clap your hands and say amen. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you are blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.